Ready? Born ready. It's Tuesday. Where y'all at? Turn up your radio right now. You're tuning in to another Just Out Podcast production. I'm super excited about this one. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah, yeah, son, yeah, yeah, where'd yeah, you yeah, find yeah, this? Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you our newest, proudest podcast, Where the Party At, hosted by the great and beautiful Miss Sabalong. Let's go. Ha, ha, ha. Saba, Saba, Saba. I appreciate that burner boy. I'm actually glad you're a burner boy fan. Glad you want to. Uh, I thought you were gonna try to come in a key favorite song. <laughs> you know your favorite song. <laughs> Proud to be an American. <laughs> that key favorite song. <laughs> That's the outro. <laughs> um, welcome, welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen. As promised, we told y'all that we were going to bring y'all this podcast. Uh, Saba, you came on the Just Elders podcast. Your energy was great. Your insight was amazing. And um, we just said, let's, can we make this a thing? And you're here let's now. Let's do it. Um, so today, we just want to kind of introduce people to who you are and kind of what to expect from your podcast. Uh, let's start from, I guess, the genesis, man. Why are you... Because if you live in Atlanta, you know who Saba is, especially if you're in the political world. You are one of the most sought after hired swords in the in the political world. How did that become about? Accident really is by accident. I, I, uh, you know, 18, 19, you don't know what the heck you're going to do. I thought I was going to do A&R and I was interning at a record label. And then I went on to intern with an entertainment PR company. And I was like, oh, this PR world is really interesting. And then from there, I was working on a documentary, which got me really plugged into Atlanta politics. And then my first campaign was 2009. And it, it just... Who was your campaign with? Caesar Mitchell. Well, you won? We won. Caesar Mitchell. That, <laughs> and that was, that was for uh, president. So technically, he was running for mayor, and then he backed out and decided to run for council president because he wasn't going to get the support he needed to win the mayor's race. Because he was going against uh, Caesar. I it mean, Kasim, uh, Kasim. It was Kasim first, and Lisa Borders. That was Kasim's first one. Right. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that race. Yeah, and and the the thought was we can't have three black three like strong black candidates in this mayor's race mm-hmm. and so caesar decided to run for council president and he won nice nice so from caesar um what pu- what about that experience pulled you in They're like you know what i want to stay here for a little while yeah it was you know it was just fascinating because campaigns i mean i always tell people like take just one time and go work on a campaign or go volunteer for a campaign one time just once because <laughs> it's brutal but i mean it's like everything can that can happen in that short time span of a campaign cycle happens right and campaigns force you it's like working for a startup right it yeah. forces you to adapt it forces you to pivot when you need to pivot um you meet so many people 
They, they and you're just sharpen your skills so much faster because every minute counts, right. right? I mean, it's just like, you know, championship, but all the time is a championship. What's you're your, fighting for. What's your one campaign you wish you would have never got on? I don't think I have one. Honestly. Good answer. No. Yeah. <laughs> so you say you don't have one though? Yeah, no. I mean, there was one where the guy ended up being a little bit like of a problem. Like he got into trouble with the law, but like it was a good learning experience. And I was intentional in that campaign of having a very private role. So it wasn't like I was front and center with the guy. Right. Um, and so that's the other thing about campaigns. Like, you might have a front and center role. You might want to be next to that candidate, or you might want to be in the in the back and just kind of operating things from the back and not being so publicly aligned. Um, I met you when you were. This was, I don't know the year. Is this six? What is it? We met on the tech side, right? Was it? I thought it. I thought I met you when you were working with Peter Amon. Oh, I was working for so. Ford. Yeah. So we both were working for uh, campaigns. My guy was Senator Vincent Fort. Her guy was Peter Amon. And uh, I just kept, if you're like, um, both of us obviously had very front rows right. on these campaigns. We kept and, seeing each other. Yeah, you keep seeing them. Because you'd be in the back of the room, reading a room or doing stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, I see you at this event. So finally we just started talking. Yeah. And uh, you did good that race. You did good. Y'all, what, what hey, place? Hey, we hustled. We, so... Yes, we lost, but yeah, we both lost. But we were the top male vote getter. That's that's my way of saying, you know, we did as good as we could have done. It was, I mean, the three top vote getters were women, right? And we were the top vote getter. And Peter was someone who'd never run for public office before, by no means. So what's interesting about you know politics is you have folks who are going to be good in office, mm -hmm. but the question is, can they win the campaign? Mm. right like maybe they're not charismatic right the question is oh do i want to have a beer with this person mm. who cares the the real question should be are they going to put forth policies that are going to benefit me right right and so peter was one of those type of folks right like maybe he's not the guy you're going to go have a beer with he was like he was a little quirky but i like yeah, it was quirky yeah but at the end of the day like was the city going to be well run was he going to put forth like bold policies and help people, yes. But you've got to be able to do both. So we titled this podcast, Where the Party At? Um, that means so many things. Uh, mainly, um, where does the party stand on issues that affect us as a people? And that's just not Democrat. That's, um, that's the Republican Party, Independent Party. Tea, like, Green Party, we, all the parties. We want to know where they are, where they stand, and really be a sounding horn for the people. Right. That's what I would want for this. Because one thing I love about you, you are very insightful. You're very familiar with politics. But you're young. You know what I'm saying? You got that energy. Like So I want this to be a podcast where a person that's not into politics they just get into it. Yeah. That's what I'm ultimately wanting. So, like, in your opinion, when you think about the the uh, un, almost the forgotten voter, I don't want to say the forgotten voter because I don't think they forgot, just the unreached, why do you feel like they're not necessarily into politics right now? Probably because they don't realize the impact that it has on their lives is one. Um, I think the other thing is, you know, when you're when you're running for office and when you're an elected official, 
the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? Like you're paying the most attention to the people who you know are going to vote every cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're paying attention to the people who are going to be calling and emailing you and coming down to your office and saying, why aren't you doing this? Right. Right. And, and if you're not, you know, if you're not participating, then you don't exist in the right. political world. So in, we live in Atlanta. We're based here in Atlanta. On 10th and Piedmont, yeah, I think that's 10th and Piedmont, they have the rainbow mm-hmm. uh, sidewalk. That was like very expensive paint job that they put there. And yeah, I, it's the crosswalk. Yeah, the crosswalk. Like, But that is a direct example of a engaged community asking for something and getting what they want. Because I know they paid thousands for this paint. Yes, it, it was didn't, very expensive. It didn't change anybody's life. It didn't, it wasn't anything bold. But what it did, it made people feel like they have ownership. Yeah. It made them feel like they were a part of the process. And it was a direct coalition with how engaged that community is with their local politicians and everything like that. What I would like for this podcast is really to show people, that's just one example, paint. But there's people right now that want better parks, that want different stuff in their schools, that want, but you can get it through the political political right. pocket process, but they're not engaged. So what I want from this platform is to talk about those issues and almost giving a blueprint of how to start the, uh, right. the snowball effect. To get how to advocate in. and push for the things that you want. Right, right. Why is the NPU so important? And right. it's and again, we, obviously we have a national audience, but I don't, and I don't know the situation in every other city, but in Atlanta we have neighborhood planning units. No, it's unique. No other city in the country has neighborhood planning units like Atlanta has. I mean, it really we have democratized local politics right. because you don't have to run for office. You can participate in your local NPU and make a ton of changes. I would argue that Miss Jane Ridley, MPUV. Mechanicsville, Summerhill, uh, that whole area. She is probably one of the most powerful people, right, in that area. Johnny Floyd runs a, a Pittsburgh community. Columbus Ward runs People's Town. Yep. Like these people are literally gatekeepers. Like, right. you and got- the thing is, all those folks you just mentioned are fifty and above. These folks have been anchors in their neighborhoods. Right, have made tremendous change and things happen. This is when I knew Miss Ridley was powerful and she didn't know how powerful she was. When Diddy came to Mechanicsville to throw the revolt conference, and I walk in her house and she has like five VIP lanyards for the revolt con- uh, conference, like backstage access, just laying around because. They had to come to the neighborhood to get permission to right. even throw the event. Mm-hmm. And she ain't going to it. And I'm like, hold on. like, Let so, me get one of those passes. So I don't see literally major conferences, major businesses that want to come. They literally have to come to the neighborhood, ask for permission. Right. Before they can even get any permits or anything approved from the city. So. But the thing with the NPU process, your average NPU meeting might have. 20 40 if it's a really 20. good one 50 people right but the number of people who live in that neighborhood whether they're renting or owning it, it doesn't matter exactly. it's, it's thousands thousands 
right? So you've got less than 1%, less than 0.01%. Less than, yeah, less than a fraction, fraction, right? deciding, deciding for everybody. Deciding on what happens on your block. It's like that. It's like that. And so that's what we want. So talk to us about, in a perfect world, your vision for this podcast. What would you like to see the results of this podcast be in your yeah, that's a great question. So I would start with, I mean, it's 2021. It's an election year in Atlanta. My hope is everyone who listens to the podcast, who lives in the city of Atlanta, votes. Mm. Like everyone. And if you're not registered, you go get registered. Right. Right. So if before you were like, I don't know if I should really do this. Like, is it going to make a difference? Like you're walking into that voting booth and you understand the issues you know, where people like what ultimately they're trying to where they're trying to take the city. And you're able to say, okay, I agree with this. I don't agree with that. I'm going to go in here and vote for this person. Like you're making an informed vote. It's not just, oh, yeah, this person raised the most money. Right. Or this person, you know, no, seems Tyrese. like, right. They seem like the coolest <laughs> one here. Right. Right. It's no, like, who's going to advocate and push for what I care about? Like you're, you go in that voting booth. Like very clearly understanding who you're voting for and why. So that's number one. All right. Voter awareness, voter, yeah, voter registration, awareness and education. All yeah. All of that. Boom. Um, number two, you know, Atlanta is one of the top media markets in the country, but we don't act like it. Just kind of weird. Right. Mm. Just as a city, we kind of just, we don't act like it. Mm. So, you know, if I think about who's moving the needle nationally on, on issues, Right. Politico comes to mind, right. uh, the Politico magazine, and they have a podcast, they've got a news, you know, news website. Politico is telling me what's happening in, in the Capitol. There's nothing like that here, right? The AJC is going to tell me a little bit, right? Right. Supporter Report might tell me a little bit, but no one is kind of looking at it through this political lens and saying, this went down in Atlanta politics this week, right? right? Like, there's no place to get that. And I think where the party at is going to be that place for folks. Nice, nice. Any other goal? What's that? Any other goals? Any other goals? Um, I mean, viewers and listeners. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, all of that. All of that. Um, for me, so if I had to set my goal, uh, my vision for this podcast, like I said, I want us to really reach that unreached voter right now. People that don't know anything about politics i want to be able to like all right bro you don't know who you, you want to know why you should vote on the mayor listen to the episode mm -hmm. blah 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 and you're gonna get everything you need you know what i mean right. so i want it to be a real platform where we can mobilize people yeah and demystifying it right like a lot of folks don't fully understand politics they don't understand like how it impacts them why should i care right how does this even happen right like like, let's pull the layer back, right? right, and help them kind of see and understand what all this is. Number two, I want to create an army. I want your listeners to be an army of advocates. Uh, when we identify issues that we care about collectively, how can we activate this audience? Whether it's advocating for a piece of legislation, calling your representatives, showing up to a, a meeting. Like, so... I know you've been to, but a lot of people have never been to like public hearings and stuff like that. And I remember this last public hearing I was at when we were voting on whether we should 
lose or take away the Senate seats that's happening at the Capitol. Just seeing the room fill up with all people of lesser color and they were wearing red and their red hats as a representation of, you know, who they rock on, what they doing. Yeah. And we in there and not it's, unified. Yeah, we it's 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 few of us. Yeah. It's probably about five. But it's so many people that didn't even know how important this room. If we could even just come in and block them out because we got there early. Right. Because they showed up early. Because they do these hearings on purpose. They do them on Tuesdays. Middle of the day. In the middle of the day. So when people are working, people right. can't get there. They do that on purpose. So I would love to be at, at any given time mobilized, arming people. Yeah, we got to see the council meeting. We need 100 people to show up. That's what I want from this podcast. And they're showing up because they know our impact, our voice, our vote directly impacts the lives that we're living. Um, lastly, I would like to um, um, make this platform a place where we can find new leaders. I love that. I would like this to be a place to find new leaders. Like really, and not just leaders we like, but leaders we know that are for the people. Right. I would love for this to be an engine that people say, you know what, if they get our endorsement, they are for the people. Mm-hmm. That's what I would want to see from a podcast like this. Um, so yeah, that's my goals, man. That's, You've been thinking about this for a little bit. I have, I have. I've, uh, me and Keith had talked about all of these podcasts we're rolling out, and this one was a hard one, just because. Uh, <laughs> ready, born ready. <laughs> like this was a hard one because when you start talking about politics, who can hold a political conversation? Who ain't trash? You know what I'm saying? Who ain't who ain't lame? Who ain't too far left? Right. Who ain't too far right? Who has a heart for the people? Who has the look? You know what I'm saying? The energy that yeah, come on, boom, boom, <laughs> boom. That's it. So um, you know we t- we thought long long and hard on this. Now we ain't never think you were gonna come on board because you took forever. Like, Dang, <laughs> put me on blast. <laughs> but you here now? I'm here now. You here now? Yeah. So I have thought long and hard about this. So when we say where the party at, we want to let people know exactly where they are. We want the people to know where they are, where the party stands as it pertains to our economics and small businesses, where the party stands as it pertains to racial uh, uh, equity, where the party stand as it uh, uh, pertains to uh, gentrification in your cities, where the party stand as it pertains to education of our children. We want to know exactly where the party are and we want to know if they with us if they against us because you know what they say we ain't here to take sides we're here to take over i love that so uh in the words of my political mentor there are no public there are no permanent friends or enemies there are only permanent issues and on this podcast we want to talk about those issues and uplift them saba before we sign off can you just give any words of just what do you want to tell the people about you uh, matter of fact, look in the camera. You got a group of people that's saying, you know what, I ain't with the politics shit. It's a group of young people. They like, I ain't with this shit. It's cool, but I ain't voting. I'm getting money. I'm getting money. Ain't no part of it. My vote ain't gonna do nothing. It ain't gonna change nothing. So I ain't really with it. I just want to hear your call to action of why. They should not only get involved with the process, but why they should get involved with the process in the vehicle of this podcast. Mm. 
Dang. All right. Boom. All right. I so, believe in you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So why in the world should you care about what's happening in politics at home, on your block, in your city, in the country, in the world even, right? Like, how does this really impact your life? Go outside. You might see a stop sign. Why is that stop sign there? Because of local politics. Did you have health insurance? If you didn't have health insurance and you got Obamacare, why does that? Why did that? Why did that happen? Politics. The vaccine. We're dealing with a freaking pandemic. Why is the vaccine free? Politics. Like every aspect of your life is impacted by someone who's voting on issues that either are for you or against you. And if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Ladies and gentlemen, Sabalong, and this is Where the Party Is Podcast. Tune in each and every Tuesday for new episodes. We'll see y'all there. Turn that up. <laughs>